Chelsea Podcast, what's going on? Astro World this Friday, August 3rd. Let's go, I'm so hyped. Travis Scott. Matter at 10, fuck that girl at 11. Fake diamonds in your rollie, are you wrecked? Diamond tester, nigga, you better check. Yeah, look at your rollie. Uh, look at my rolling. Yo, I'm a massive Travis Scott fan. Uh, this has literally been one of the best summers ever for hip hop. Absolutely massive. With this money counted all day. On the south side of town, getting me a ball fade. Pass us some stuff, we can down and all take. No, can't trust her, she gon' leave us all lace. Bust the bankroll in the club where it's just like, whoa. Yeah, they really want my soul. That can never go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the All-American Chelsea Podcast. I am your host, your homie, your boy, Christian. What's going on, everybody? Uh, today I had to do, I, I just wanted to check in with everybody. Um, after putting out the Joe Tweedy pod, the podcast, uh, I, I, first I want to say absolutely thank you guys for all the messages and all the support I've been getting in regards to the podcast, all the positive messages. Um, people really enjoying the podcast, giving me positive feedback. I thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. I love you guys. I love each and every one of you. So what's going on, everybody? Ah, man, what's going on? This weekend, we had some football. Uh, how you guys been? Um, your boy's been pretty good, man. Can't complain. Can't complain. Been pretty good. Um, so... As you can tell by the start of the podcast, uh, I had to start it off with Travis Scott. Um, today, the announcement came out that this Friday, Astro World is finally, finally coming out. Oh my God, I'm so hyped! I'm a big Travis Scott fan, big Travis Scott fan. Uh, I don't know if you guys can tell by the start of um, of each and every podcast with hip hop with music. Um, I like when it comes to music, I want to feel something. I want to get hype. I, I, my preferred mode of being is excited. It's up my energy high. I love it. Um, that's why I tend to, for whatever reason I enjoy, I wouldn't say like punk rock or anything like that, but I enjoy rock music that makes me like feel something like hype, like, you know, like energize that energy. I love it. Uh, when Kanye came for the St. Pablo tour, I was not in the stands and no disrespect or no, uh, I'm not trying to put down anybody who was in the stands. I had to be in the mosh pit. Once I saw, and I, it's kind of, I broke a rule by going on YouTube and seeing concert footage, um, before I go to the concert. And I saw that there was a mosh pit. I had to go general admission. There was no 
other there was no other option. It was general admission in the mosh pit so I could feel the energy. I, I, I love it. Um so we have the announcement today that Astro World's coming out and dude, like this summer has been crazy with music. We had first Pusha T starting it all off um in May. Then we had what was it? Kanye. Then Kid C Ghost. You had uh, ASAP. No, I'm sorry. ASAP was the first one. ASAP Rocky put out his album. Pusha T, Kid C Ghost, Kanye West, um, the Nas album. I mean, I didn't really like the Nas album, but I mean, for the Nas fans who enjoyed that album, that one came out. Uh, you had Drake and Scorpion. Again, I didn't like the Scorpion album, but. People love it, and, you know, more power to them, to the Drake fans. Yeah, Scorpion come out. Last week, you had Tyler, the Creator, and ASAP Rocky announce that they're going to put out a project, and they even put out a song. And then today, finally, we get a date for Travis Scott's album, the follow-up to, oh my God, the follow-up to, how did I forget the album? How did I forget the name of the album? <gasps> hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to say before I look it up, Butter, Butter, no. He has a song named Butter, Butterfly Effect. Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight. God damn it. My memory is going. Woo. So we have a follow-up to that, which is a follow-up to Rodeo, uh, which within his first, I guess it wasn't even an album. It was a mixtape um, before the Rodeo. I'm just a fan of Travis Scott. I'm a fan of The Flame, so I can't wait. Friday, you already know, all day, all day. It's going to be wake up. Whenever, it could even be Thursday night at midnight or Friday in the morning. I'm waking up, Travis Scott, replete all day let's go so what else what else what else this weekend there was a great ufc card i don't know if i have any you know how many of my ufc fans are out there great ufc card we had jose aldo with a great 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 fight against jeremy little heathen stevens if you ask me i don't know i haven't seen anything of jose confirming or denying this but i think jeremy caught him early kind of I wouldn't say rocked him, but he definitely opened uh, Jose's eyes up like, oh, shit. And Jose dug down, hit Jeremy with a beautiful, beautiful liver punch. Um, and Jeremy couldn't hide it. He was trying to, you know, war he was trying to muscle up and power his way through it. But the pain was too strong. I've never been hit in the liver. Um, but from what I see all the pros and friends that have been you know in training hit in the liver apparently it hurts bad so you had that you had joanna young jacek on the card versus tisha torres that was a great fight joanna pieced her up was too much for tisha on the feet uh tisha did her thing tried a dirty boxer against the uh the cage and um but joanna on the feet was too much she was too much in my opinion, Ioana is the best 115, you know, 115 fighter in the world. And so is Rose and I'm a Eunice. 
I mean, let's be serious. It's not Rose's fault and it's not Joanna's fault. They both exist at the same time. Kind of sort of the thing that's going on at light heavyweight. DC is the best light heavyweight in the world. It just so happens John Jones exists at the exact same time. So, I, I don't know. I mean, you, either Joanna has the belt or Rose has the belt. They, those two can fight 50 times, and I don't know who who gets the better of who in those 50. Yeah, I don't know. Even though Rose did knock her out in the first one. Knock, knock out TKO? It, one or the other. One or the other. I don't know how they how they scored it officially, but and then in the main event you had Dustin Poirier versus Eddie Alvarez. God damn it, those two are warriors. Those two are absolute warriors. Two guys that Conor McGregor did already beat that have uh, that were facing off, but those two guys are warriors. And you had Dustin Poirier uh, TKOing Eddie Alvarez. Um, and then at the end of the fight, having, having words for Eddie and his camp, uh, their first fight, if you guys don't know, their first fight ended in a no contest because, um, it was a back and forth. Eddie had rocked Dustin, Dustin rocked Eddie. And then when, uh, Dustin Poirier was up against the cage, Eddie Alvarez hit him with an illegal knee. So if you guys... Um, don't know. There's a little bit of a, uh, a confusion when it comes to the rules in the UFC. So the UFC has adopted uh, what is called the new unified rules. And then there's the old rules. So if your hand is down and you have three points of contact touching the mat, you cannot get hit in the head. Your ribs are cool. Your legs are cool. And I may be off on this a little bit, but but just work with me. I'm giving you a general idea, and then you, we can figure out the details later. So if you have three points of contact on the mat, in the new unified rules, you cannot hit somebody in the head. In the old rules, oh, fuck, maybe I'm, well, either way, either way, maybe I'm, maybe I don't understand this as well as I thought to explain it. Well, I just know that there's old rules that if a athletic body, um, the commission who's uh, sanctioning the event, if they can either choose to adopt the new rules or maintain the old rules. Well, in this fight, if I'm not mistaken, it was in New York and New York had not adopted the new rules. So what happened is that Eddie Alvarez, Dustin Poirier had had his hand on the ground. And he started kneeing, uh, I mean, Eddie Alvarez started kneeing Dustin Poirier in the head. And since they weren't in the new rules, it was deemed illegal and it was a no contest. The fight had stopped even though they were going back and forth. But if it was the new rules, it would have been cool because as he was kneeing him in the head, Dustin's hand was coming up, if I'm not mistaken. But either way, there was it ended in a no contest. They had a rematch, and the rematch was this weekend. And <laughs> Eddie Alvarez had taken Dustin down, and he was knee—he was elbowing him in the 12th. So no matter what athletic uh, commission, the 12 to 6 elbow. So if you bring, if you point your 
fist straight up in the air and you come straight down. That's a 12 to 6 motion and that strike is illegal. So Eddie had Dustin in the corner and he was elbowing Dustin, not to his head, but to his shoulder in that motion. The ref saw it, stopped, stopped it, and stood them back up. But while Eddie was down there, he was holding with his left arm Dustin Poirier, holding him by the head. And according to Dustin after the fight, he accused him of being a dirty fighter because of the first fight. And in the second fight, he gave him the 12-6 to 6 elbow. And he was giving him a wet willy. So, I don't know. I mean, I've never I've never considered Eddie Alvarez a dirty fighter. To me, he's just a warrior. He's a beast. He's the underground king for a reason. And um, But hats off to Dustin Poirier for pulling it off. Man, I, I feel like I don't give Dustin Poirier as much respect as I should for whatever reason. I don't know why. I don't know why. And the dude's an animal. He's a beast. He lives, what, like half an hour, 45 minutes away from where I live. So he's a local guy, even though he's from Louisiana. Um, but I, I feel like I don't give him as much respect as he should, as I should, you know. And he's definitely earned it. I, I, I don't know why I do that with Dustin Poirier. Um, I don't know why I do that with some fighters, period. Why, even though they're at the top of the division, I just don't, like, put them, like, I don't give him that extra like okay this guy has it this guy's championship material even though he they these guys like Dustin Poirier beat everybody I don't, I don't know why I do that but either way this is the uh, All-American Chelsea podcast like I like to say not the All-American UFC podcast so what else happened this weekend Jose Mourinho Jose Mourinho Jose Mourinho Oh boy. First things first. I'm going to get this out of the way right here, right now. I would be shocked. I will be shocked if Jose is still the manager come March, February. Shocked. In my opinion, the exact same. It's almost eerily similar how his words are, are in his attitude is is nearly the same. It's nearly identical to our 15-16 season that he had uh, before he was sacked with us. And at that time, I thought it was a big mistake. I was pretty pissed off um, with the club for sacking him. Uh, Time will... I was about to say time will tell if that was for the best, but I mean, we've won league title, an FA Cup without him, uh, and we we're about to embark on sorry ball this season. I don't know, I don't know. But anyway, we've done fine without him, and he's now repeating the exact same words and bringing up the exact same excuses at United that he did before he was sacked. This weekend it was, uh, he started off this summer with, oh, it's a World Cup. This preseason is a, is a World Cup preseason, and I don't have all my players here. Uh, I'm missing 10 of my guys. If I'm not mistaken, the World Cup is every four years. So sometime in his career, he had to deal with this. And now it's a problem. 
if I'm not mistaken, he dealt with this in the 13 and 14 season when we went into the 14, 15 season where we won that summer. He dealt with it, and you know, summers before that, and summers before that, and summers and, and, and summers before that. Every four years, he's he's been coaching for a while, so he knows that every four years is the World Cup, and he already knows what to do and how to train his team every four years. But now it's a problem. Now it's a problem. Anthony Marshall has a kid. He's dealt with kid, players having kids during the summer, but now it's a problem that Anthony Marshall is not back, even though. He has his starting left winger over there and Alexis Sanchez. But now it's a problem that he doesn't have Anthony Marshall. Uh, what else is he saying? That he gave his list of transfers to the board. And, and, and now he needs at least one more player. That's the same shit he was saying with us. The same shit he was saying with us. Oh, I, I, I need more players. I need more players. This guy always has excuses. And I appreciate everything he did for our club, but he's not our manager anymore. You know? And he, every single time, he's always trying to find – he always finds a reason to inject our name into his, his conversation, our club's name into his conversation. So, fuck that guy. All right? I will be shocked, shocked if he's still the manager come February. Shocked. United fans – Buckle up because you are about to go into a you're about to have a bumpy ride. This shit is not gonna end smoothly. Another thing he's repeating with us. This whole thing where there's smoke, there's fire. This whole thing about transferring of buying William for 70 million dollars. Thank you for William to all the things that he's done for our team. Um I, I make my feelings known. I don't hide my my opinions on William. I think he's um, a great off the ball player. I think he's a great. Um, he's a very good when he has the ball. He's very good. But I find that a lot of people who don't watch Chelsea week in week out, like the majority of us, like all of us do, have a over exaggerated opinion on William. William, like I always say. Five to six games a season, he's a candidate for the Ballon d'Or. Five to six games. Where you're like, oh my God, this guy is one of the best in the world. One of the best in the world. But for the rest of the time, he's... I don't know. He's just, you know, a hustler. Which is fine. But we, you know, we need more than that. So for United to want to spend... 50, 60, 70, 60 to 70 million dollars on William, a 29-year-old player, and lose Anthony Marshall, a 22-year-old who has all the potential in the world. I mean, go ahead. United, please do us a favor. William, please, please sign that, you know, that deal with them. Whatever they want. I will happily drive William over to United. For seventy million? Are you crazy? He's not worth that. Even in this hyperinflated, uh, you know, transfer transfer season or you know transfer whatever you guys want to call it. So he's making the same mistake. He's making the same mistakes that he's made with us. We've seen as Chelsea fan, we've seen this before. We've seen this before from Jose. 
So, I don't know. I mean, that's going to be something to watch. Uh, as an outsider, you know, I tell my my couple friends, unfortunately, that follow United, I tell them, I've seen this before and it's not going to end well for you guys. You guys are going to sell your young prospects with Jose and you're going to get older, guy. You're going to get older and at the end of the day, he's going to get sacked. At the end of the day, this is not this. You are not getting Alex Ferguson for the next, you know, having a manager in place for the next 30 years. This is not going to happen. Jose will get sacked. And we're already seeing it. We are already seeing the little telltale signs, the little, you know, evidence here and there that where this is going. We're already seeing this before as Chelsea supporters. So, all right, Chelsea football. Let's go. This weekend, we played Inter Milan in Italy, in Nice, if I'm not mistaken. And it was a great game. I, uh, let me take that back. It wasn't a great game. It was a very good game. Oh, hold on. Excuse me. All right. I'm, I'm trying to get over, uh, I want to say cold, but on Saturday morning, I woke up and I, and I feel like from my neck up, like I, I'm getting like some something or other. It's, it'll pass. Whatever. It's not anything serious. God damn it. Uh, all right. Hopefully there's, you know, this wouldn't be the All-American Chelsea podcast without a something, an interruption, a, a, a something. There's always something with this podcast. So this weekend we played Inter. The game ended 1-1, 5-4 on penalties. Hold on, I'm bringing up my notes here. Nothing too in-depth. Um, just a couple of things uh, I made notes on. Um, first half was a good half was a good half we got to see more uh of sorry's football displayed more of his ideas more of um of how we're gonna play in the future um i don't think it's fair that we make a concrete definitive opinion on what sorry's football is going to look like uh, seeing how we don't have hazard kante we don't have tebow we don't have um, Giroud, Mishi, and all the other guys that are coming back from the World Cup, which I think I just mentioned all of them. Ruben, one guy, Ruben, who came back today early to Cobham, which I'm happy to see. But we, we're starting to get an idea. Uh, the quick passing, the one-two, Jorginho leading the, uh, the line. One thing I noticed with Jorginho, so I'm, I'm, I was reviewing the game, and I go on YouTube, and I type in Jorginho because I saw something in the first half that reminded me of what Sari had said in his very first, 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 first interview, or uh, yeah, interview as Chelsea manager when they brought up Jorginho. He said that Jorginho... Is not a fast player. He's not a physical player. What he is is a tactician. He makes quick decisions. And I was watching the game and I saw something. Jorginho doesn't sprint up and down the field. He's not an what you would call an athletic player. But what I saw that was like, damn, that's I didn't I didn't notice this before. He 
he's always close to the ball. If the ball goes to the left, he runs to the left, and he's looking at the player with the ball, and he's pointing out where he thinks the ball should go next. And if the ball goes to the right, he runs to the right, and he's always available as an outlet to receive the ball back and, 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 and to kind of play ping pong with the person with the ball. So I had gone to YouTube and I typed in Jorginho Chelsea and then there was some YouTube video. I'm not sure if it's there. And it was a Portuguese, a Brazilian video from Portugal that every single time it was highlighting in the first game, the Perth Glory game, Glory of Perth, how Jorginho's, his positioning on, on, the, on the pitch as the ball moves around. And... I was watching, I'm like, damn, I missed that. I missed that during live during the game. And now, watching it now, it's going to be hard not to see it. It's going to be hard for, him not, for me not to see him directing the play, pointing out to the players uh, where to go and what to do. And I think, man, we lucked out big time. We lucked out big time that Roman sealed that deal for Sarri. And more importantly, I think... Yes, Sari was huge. Yes, Sari was going to transform this team. But Jorginho, being a general, being a quarterback, being a point guard on the field to direct the play is going to be is a massive help for this team. Massive. I can't wait to see Jorginho and Kante working together. I can't wait to see whoever that third or the final midfielder is whether it's Ruben or if it is Ross Barkley those two going at it, or if it is like the reports are coming out where if it's Pjanic I hope I'm saying that right or SMS um uh I I really I I I'm so looking forward to seeing how the midfield is running and working together I think that's going to be probably for me for me the most interesting part of this new brand of football coming to Stanford Bridge that midfield working together moving up and down the pitch I'm really looking forward to that um I didn't all right between me and me all right I didn't watch all of the second half because again I'm coming down with something and I fell asleep okay don't beat me up on this all right I fell asleep and I woke up. I fell asleep for like 20 minutes and I woke up right before the penalties. So I have to go back and watch it. Um, but I definitely want to see, when I rewatch it, I want to see how my de- how the four defenders did. Uh, Emerson, Palmieri. I want to see how Rudiger, Christensen, and Aspie play. I think those are going to be our four starters. Um, so I want to watch them during, during this game. Uh, what else is on my notes? all right so this dude that i'm about to mention we have been everywhere you go for chelsea football everybody's been talking about this guy even non-chelsea football has been talking about this guy and that is column hudson adoy this dude is the real deal i even tweeted out uh during the game that he he has it he has it um when it comes to, in my experience, when you're playing with younger younger guys, I play 
uh, two times a week. I don't think it's very it, it's it's good. We there are a lot of good guys. Some guys that play college uh, soccer. Some guys that play semi-professional in South America. Um, so it's a good group. But one of the things, and even when I would play flag football or basketball, when you play with younger kids, teenagers, uh, 15, 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds, you always kind of have to tone down the game. Not make You can't be so physical with them because there is such thing as man strength, you know? And Callum Hudson-Odoi, Hudson-Odoi is not somebody, is not a kid that the game needs to be, he needs to be protected from playing with men. This dude is a man. He is an absolute man already at 17 years old. And it comes from between the ears. In the Perth Glory game, that play that he did on the sideline where he pushed the defender off him and he ran through the defender as the defender was trying to pull him down, told me everything that I needed to know about his attitude. Because you can, you, I would have expected or I would have been like, all right, this is normal to see somebody get pulled down and, and look for, uh, for a yellow or look for a whistle at that moment to maintain possession and to keep the play moving. But his willingness to continue to running, saying, get off of me, that's all I needed to know. This game, more of the same. He's not somebody that we need to tone our that that you're like, he might be too young. He's not ready for the physical game yet. Not I, I don't feel that way with him. Another one that I don't feel that way with is uh Ampadu. Ampadu. Ethan Ampadu. He he these these guys are not they're they're kids. They, they don't play like kids. You know what I'm saying? You follow me on that one. They don't play like kids. They don't, there's no no need to baby them. They You put them in there, they jump in, and they're good to go. You don't have to worry about that they're going to get hurt. You don't have to worry about shit with them. They're ready to go. Um, yes, I'm not, especially with Ampadu, you might need to, he might, he, 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 do I want him starting? No, of course I don't want him starting. Do I want him, um... Loaned out? Mm, I'm not sure. Hudson Adoy, his ass ain't going anywhere. He stays. He's the backup to Hazard. I don't give a shit. I don't care. But Ampadu, eh. since he's a defender, he might need more time. Because it, it, to my, from my understanding, uh, defending is more of a. You, you, you need to be more focused. You need to be locked into the game. You need a little bit more maturity um, as a defender as opposed to being an attacking player. An attacking player, uh, you can, you can, it's less cerebral, more, uh, more of an athletic uh, game. You just get the ball and run. But defending is different. So, I just need him to get game time. I am not worried about either one of these two guys and their future with the club. I think they have a very bright future with the club, and I and I'm excited to see them. Same thing with Bolka. I think Bolka's are starting is are going to be our starting keeper in four years time. 18 years old, and he's built. He's he. They're feeding that kid something completely different than they're feeding the other kids. There's no way. Have you seen the size of him? 
first of all, he he looks he looks like a heavyweight in the UFC. He's enormous. He's tall. He's built. He's got he doesn't eat what he's going to look like in four years time when he grows into his body. Uh, what four years time with another six years time, seven years time. The dude is huge. All right. It, the, I'm not he's one that I think we're, we're pretty good with. I think he's a he's a talent. But I want to know what they're feeding that kid. Because whatever they're feeding him, they're not feeding somebody like Tammy Abraham. That dude is skinny. God damn, Tammy Abraham. You're a professional. Let me get you some protein shakes or something. Shit. All right. More notes. Who else do I got here? Uh, Art news came out um, today. So with the game, uh, I went to penalties. There wasn't really too much um, to add. I mean, even, even Sari said that he was happy. With uh, well, I'll just play it for you. Ezio, how much of an improvement did you see from your players today? But I saw an improvement. We were the second uh, friendly match, but uh, the level of this opponent is a uh, rare different uh, with the other one. So uh, we needed to have a big, a lot of improvements to 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 play against Inter, but then I'm uh, really satisfied uh, with especially uh, the first 30 minutes. Just how happy are you with the way that these players are adapting to your system of play? But so far, they, 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 they have been very available uh, to, to, to the work, so I am satisfied. Uh, I am uh, Still waiting for the, the, the other players uh, from the World Cup. But uh, so far, I am really satisfied. So, like, like I said, he's happy with what he saw. Um, and you heard it there with the first half an hour. Um, what else? What else do I have? Kante, I think he will. He, it's going to be a nightmare when that guy comes back. Pair him up with Jorginho. It's going to be a freaking nightmare. It's going to be a nightmare. Hold on a second. You know what? I just saw the time. And I'm supposed to play. I'm supposed to be at the field at 9 o'clock. It's 9.03. But we always start a little bit later. We always start at 9. Uh, all right. Um, running... Late, I'll be there shortly. Um, we always start like at 9.15, 9.20. So, and the field's only like 10 minutes away from my house. No big deal. All right. So, Kante is it's going to be, he's going to be, a dist I can't wait to have him back. And then news just broke today that we've offered him a new contract, something like $250,000 a week, making him the highest player player at the club uh for right now because obviously when hazard signs that contract uh he's gonna be the highest player payer at the club but i have no problems with kante hazard and i hope please i hope somehow some way we get tebow on board and tebow signs an extension another contract um and the three of those guys stay 
at the club for a very long time. But, I mean, two out of three ain't bad, um, meaning that it most likely is going to be Hazard and Kante staying at the club because news also came out that right now that Real Madrid and Chelsea have pumped the brakes on their negotiations for Thibaut. Chelsea are going to look for a replacement first, then negotiate with Real Madrid second. Um, it is what it is. It is what it is. He's either going to sign an extension and then we sell them. We sell Thibaut to Real for more money or he leaves free and we, you know, we're not, we have we have one more year to look for um a keeper because the the number that's being thrown around now is thirty five million dollars for Tebow, uh, and I think that's bullshit compared to Allison. Uh, Liverpool just spent sixty five for Allison, and Tebow's better than Allison. So, I mean, you know, we we another year to look for a keeper is not it's not bad. We get Tebow for a year. Uh, I would like to sell him for money, but it is what it is. Um, what else do we have? Also, PSG. Um, it's reported that PSG and Kante, I don't know if PSG canceled the meeting. Probably not, but Kante's representatives canceled the meeting. Uh for Kante to sit down with their people to you know sit down with PSG to figure out some type of something because that was like apparently that PSG was hot for Kante I mean who wouldn't the dude's one of if not the best midfielders in the world I like to say he is the best midfielder in the world but that's because I love the guy um but that meeting's off which is a good sign for us it means that you know Conte's happy with us and most likely will sign the contract, the $250,000 a week. Also, it seems like Iguain's going to be making his way to Milan. Thank God for that one because I did not want Iguain at the club. I just don't feel comfortable with the club spending $60 million for a 30-year-old striker. Um, I just don't feel comfortable with it, especially when we have other needs. We have a right winger that we need to buy. We need somebody that's on yeah, at least a prospect uh, that can ascend. We need somebody to balance out Hazard, you know, somebody that Hazard is happy with. I, 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 you know, I don't know who that is. The new names that are going around are, you know, the names, Leon Bailey, and now reports have come out with uh, for Christian Pulisic. I personally, as a Christian uh, as a, a a man named Christian, uh, an American who supports Chelsea, I absolutely would love to see Christian Pulisic, on uh, you know, play for Chelsea. I, I think that would be awesome. Um, whether or not he will, or whether or not he's on Bailey's level, I I I'll leave that up to you guys. I'm just you know, purely I'm not looking at it as uh, like talent wise or who's better, Bailey, um, or Pulisic. Um, what does this mean for the club as far as their youngsters? I'm not looking at it from there. I'm looking at it from just it would be awesome to see an American named Christian at my favorite club. That would be awesome. Being how I am an American named Christian. That's it. That, that, I'm only looking at it from that point of view. But 
you know, uh, as the time of this recording, nine days till the window closes. Nine days till the window closes. And we've only made one signing. Um, I do not want to be reactionary uh, because, you know, in July, in the beginning of July, I was like, we don't have a manager. We haven't made a signing. What the hell is going on? Panic, panic, panic. Uh, and then we get sorry. Then we get Jorginho and look at what, you know, we're, we're on the verge of building something beautiful here. So I don't want to do that again. But I'm starting to panic a little bit. I'm starting to panic a little bit between you and me. I'm starting to get worried. Nine days, and we don't have a right winger. We keep fucking around with Ragani, with Iguain. Oh, I, John, Gianluca has said that, you know, it's looking like the deal is for Milan, that it, all that's left is that the players' wages need to be uh, discussed. But I just, I, 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 I'm starting to panic with nine days left. I'm starting to feel it a little bit with nine days left that we, we are going to go into, with the window closing, one, we're going to make panic buys, and two, if we don't buy anybody, we're going to have Danny Drinkwater, we're going to have Willen, we're going to have Pedro, we're going to have pretty much the exact same team from last year. That Eden Hazard has come out and says that he wants to see the club with ambition, signing new players. Tebow has said the same, and we've only made one addition, which, you know, especially with the need that we have, we have Willen, 29 years old. He's really a left winger, but he plays on the right. He only shows up for five to six games a season. Like, this is this is not the time with nine days left to be still negotiating for a winger, still negotiating over a defender in Regani. I understand he's a defender, he's young, he knows sorry system, but defense is not somewhere. Center backs are not a need for this team. We're good on center backs. We're good in the back. Unless he's going to come in and be better than David Luiz, better than Christensen, better than Rudiger, I don't need another center back. I'm, uh, hell, we can keep Gary Cahill. I don't need another center back. I need a right winger. Marina, I know you listen to this podcast. Don't ask me how I know. I'm just saying. I know she listens to this podcast. Marina, please, enough with the shit. Negotiate a right winger already. LeBron James can go to the Lakers in less than 24 hours. In the NFL, players are, 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 are traded, negotiated in, in, in less than a day. You have, you have this guy, uh, Malcolm, on his way to Rome. The, the, the deal for, for, for Malcolm to Barcelona happened in the air. The plane was turned around. He signed, taking a picture with the jersey in less than 24 hours. Allison, done in two days. Enough, enough, enough with the delays and negotiating and flying here, flying there. Enough. The internet works worldwide. Okay? Let's get the guys that we need into the club. And let's move forward. There's no need, reason why we're negotiating uh, for three players 
you know, two players, Iguain and Ragani, and now Pjanic for, for what? It seems like two weeks already. Still, three guys. Enough is enough. Let's go. And that's not including if we sell any of the guys that are considered quote-unquote dead weight because we're going to have to replace them. So I know we don't need to panic, but I'm starting to panic. So that's it, guys. I wanted to check in with you uh, this week. Um, I got, well, I want to check in with you after this weekend. Uh, I got some, I got a two, I'm coming back with to you guys with two interviews this week, hopefully, uh, tomorrow and Thursday. I don't want to, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to, unless I'm a hundred percent confident this person is going to come on, you know, whenever I say it, I'm not going to be like, you know, this guy's coming on tomorrow for sure. Cause things can happen, but I got penciled in two more interviews this week. Thank you guys so, so much for all the feedback, all the support that I've been receiving online. Thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. I, I can't thank you guys enough. Um, I'll be back minimum one more time this week to you guys. Just wanted to give you a little something to get you through your day tomorrow. And, you know, hopefully the interview comes through tomorrow. I'll give you guys something for Wednesday, and then interview comes through for Thursday, and I give you guys something for Friday, all right? Again, I love you. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm out. The schedule busy. My head in a hoodie. My shorty a goodie. My cousins are crazy. My cousins like boogie. Life is amazing. It is what it should be. Been here for 10, but I feel like a rookie. I tell her, look up, because it's snowing in tussies. But for three years, man, you can't even book me. It's me and little baby. The shit going crazy. Weezy produced it, and Weezy F made me. And she held it down, so she got a Mercedes. Your money records, the army, the navy. It ran me 10,000. I threw it like Brady. The foreign is yellow like Tracy and Katie. I trusted my niggas. They never betray me. Met all these niggas. They sweeter than Sadie. When I started out, I just took what they gave me. Did all the favors. They never repay me. It worked in my favor because nobody said Brand new whip. Got no keys. Tell my clothes. No starch. Please. Soon as I nut, you can go. Leave. Got M's in the bank like yes, indeed. Cardio glasses. I won't even peek at you. Yellow Ferrari like Pikachu. I got on waiting and watching what he gon' do. Tryna pee what I do, tryna steal my moves. 2500 for a new pair of tennis shoes. The same price I can make them youngins come and finish you. Lawyer being charged, he a jewelry like a voodoo. Real dope boy, 100,000 in the visa. President's a 10 slide by, we don't see you. I been getting money, I ain't worried about what he do. I'm getting money like I'm from the 80s. Man, Dre by the drop, man, this shit gon' go crazy. They know I'm the truth, coming straight from the basement. I'm straight as a squeak, man, I come from the pavement. A million and hundreds, it make them go crazy. Wham, 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 bitch on the baby. Brand new. Whip got no keys. Tell my clothes, no starch, please. Soon as I nut, you can go leave. Got M's in the bank, like yes, indeed. Me and my dog going off the way. When you're living like this, they supposed to hate. Brand new whip got no keys. Tell my clothes, no starch, please. Soon as I nut, you can go leave. Got M's in the bank, like yes, indeed. Me and my dog going off the way. When you're living like this, they supposed to hate. OBO Sound Radio. Yeah. Six, 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 six. The dash is digi, the schedule busy, my head in a hoodie, my shorty a goodie, my cousins are crazy, my cousins like boogie, life is amazing, it is what it should be, been here for 10 but I feel like a rookie, I tell her look up cause it's snowing in tussies, but for three years man you can't even book me, it's me and lil baby, the shit going crazy, Weezy produced it and Weezy F made me and she held it down so she got a Mercedes, your money records, the army, the navy, it ran me 10,000, I threw it like Brady, the foreign is yellow like Tracy and Katie, I trusted my niggas, they never betray me.
pay me. Met all these niggas, they sweeter than Sadie. When I started out, I just took what they gave me. Did all the favors, they never repay me. It worked in my favor, cause nobody said. Brand new whip, got no keys. Tailor my clothes, no starch, please. Soon as I nut, you can go leave. Got M's in the bank, like yes, indeed. Cardia glasses, I won't even peek at you. Yellow Ferrari like Pikachu. I got on waiting and watching what he gon' do. Tryna pee what I do, tryna steal my moves. 2500 for a new pair of tennis shoes. The same price I can make them youngins come and finish you. Lawyer being charged, he a Jewish like a voodoo. Real dope boy, 100,000 in his visa. President's a 10 slide by, we don't see you. I been getting money, I ain't worried about what he do. I'm getting money like off from the 80s. Man, Dre by the drop, man, this shit gon' go crazy. They know I'm the truth, coming straight from the basement. I'm straight as a street, man, I call from the pavement. A million all hundreds, it make them go crazy. Wham, wham, wham. On the baby, brand new whip, got no keys. Tailor my clothes, no starch, please. Soon as I nut, you can go leave. Got M's in the bank, like yes, indeed. Me and my dog going all the way. When you're living like this, they supposed to hate. Brand new whip, got no keys. Tailor my clothes, no starch, please. Soon as I nut, you can go leave. Got M's in the bank, like yes, indeed. Me and my dog going all the way. When you're living like this, they supposed to hate. Yeah.